0: I did think about this interest, like so adventurer. You want to play D and D? That's not so fast. You need a character.
1: We're rolling dice. Camera.
0: Action. Welcome to the first episode of the BBEG podcast, which of course stands for Big Bad Evil Giraffe. That's one for the, for the visual listeners. That's we're on YouTube as well, it's not just on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Hello, my name's Will, I've been playing D&D for about five months now.
1: <laughs> my name is M. have been a DM and a player for the past three years. And my
2: name's Hattie and I've been playing D&D for about six months now. Yeah, only a month longer than me. Yeah. Sure. No, you had a few. Right. No. You did it-
0: half a campaign with him.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <Of course.
1: laughs> the character's dying tonight.
2: Time does indeed fly. <laughs> okay, uh, so it's probably about a year then. Uh, no. Yeah. Surely.
1: coming up to the November, it would be.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> um, just so you know, we're recording in a box room. So if there's a slight hum in the microphones, so we have a fan. It is hot, <laughs> but we're calling three episodes today. By the end, we would be rolling con saves yes. <laughs> just to get through the last one. But uh, today, what are we talking about, people? What are we talking about? Oh,
2: today, I think we should start at the beginning. We're going to start with creating a character.
0: Um, I did think about this interest, like, so adventurer, you want to play D&D? That's <laughs> not so fast. <laughs> you need a character. <laughs> well, that was far too cheesy, but now it's in the ether. You yeah. are both welcome. Yeah. <laughs>
1: This whole thing is geared more towards the uh, D&D 5e edition, so if you are of a different edition, not saying it can't cross over, obviously we would not be here if it wasn't for the earlier editions, but if you are a new, total new player to the game, this is what it's geared for. So hopefully we'll help you create your character for your first ever game. Okay. And the map today. Oh yeah. So we have a fancy map on the wall, and uh, our map is brought to you by Epic Quest, and we'll have more on them later.
2: Okay. Um, So to begin with, the first thing you should probably know is there are two ways of creating a character, either online via the app, Mm. or with the paper version, which you can normally find either online with a PDF, or in the back of the player's handbook.
1: We do have a link for you guys to find that paper version on media.wizards.com. Thanks,
0: (laughs) no like looking at the sheet first it's daunting there's a lot of things to fill out there if you're doing it by hand this is why i personally (laughs) prefer the online version i found it
1: easier it's a step-by-step guide but i am quite a traditional person
0: i'm creative and i enjoy writing so i do also enjoy writing stuff down is that I have to do the action and it sinks in so when I was listening to we have another episode coming up about starter sets um, I don't read a lot which is why I also prefer the online um, so my girlfriend was like why don't you just put on like dictation mode and i will read it to you I'm like no I have to sit and do it so I find writing as well helps me okay. so writing notes is always by hand it's never on the computer it's different, different things for different people yeah but Creating a character, I think the digital version was for me, but maybe let's look at the book and see if it's for you. We're going to be showing both ways, so if you have a paper version, like I said, we'll have
1: a link, go find it, print it off. If you are wanting to do it online, you just need to make a quick account on D&D Beyond. It's free, you don't have to pay for it, and it will give you up to six character slots to create for yourself.
2: Obviously there are going to be slight differences between the two, be it online, there are multiple settings because it is part of an app. And you need to know, I don't know, coin weight or whatever it is. No one
0: cares about <laughs> coin weight. No DM in it. Well, I've never. There, there might be some strict-ass DMs out there. YouTube brought this up before we started recording about the things. I was like, I've never actually heard of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I have too much money. <laughs> there are some sayings you just have to ask your DM about and what yeah. they're going to use, but coin weight is... Not, not one of them. Well, yeah. <laughs> no a DM an ass.
1: <laughs> Any DM out there? Yeah, I called you an ass who's using Coinway.
0: Oof. Anyway,
2: <laughs>
0: Swift. I just get cancelled in the first episode.
2: <laughs> but there's also um, whether it's pre-made or whether you want to custom it yourself. Um, yes.
1: That is the beauty of the online. It gives you a few options. Obviously, I think the beauty of creating a character is doing it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it does give you options. If you're totally new, it will give you pre-made options, or um, it can give you a more simplified version where you're just picking few, picking through,
0: <laughs> picking
1: through a few attributes, and uh, you've got
0: your character made. But I think we're going to go with the custom today. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just to uh, show you all the ins and outs. I, just one thing about the player's handbook and doing it yourself, reading through everything. I think if you don't know, if you are a completely new person, the visual aids in there, I wouldn't know. this There's this massive stereotypical pictures in there, but to picture a halfling warlock, I'm like, I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't know. So the visual aids were a big help.
1: Yeah. yeah. You
0: throw it. The PHB sure. has
1: some beautiful artwork yes. in there. Yes. So. If you're into art, The PHB is for you. And if you don't know what the PHB stands for, that is the player's handbook.
2: Should we create a character? Let's Let's create a character. Let's go for it.
1: (laughs) Right, so let's start up. Yeah. So we're going to start off with the app. And when you have made your account and fired up the app, or if you're on the website, you click create new character. You can either go to simple or custom. We're going to do custom because we want to create it ourselves. And it's going to load up. So what happens then, it gives you three methods methods of creation. So standard, where you go through all the attributes yourself and pick everything that you want to the detail. A quick build, which is basically, it will just give you some options. You pick from that. So it could be, here's the race, here's the class. A few quick like shortened a, options. a skeletal
0: build. This is what yeah. you
1: need. No. Yeah. Done, and it will give you the options to pick for if you're making a wizard or something like that. Uh, Random will just give you a completely generated character at the ready. Which could be fun for a one-shot. Yeah, that's (laughs) the one-shot. (laughs) There (laughs) you go. Next time you need a week to plan (laughs) (laughs) Plan a campaign. And the beauty of doing it online is as you can see right here it's got a little box that says beginner and it will give you all the text to help you on your way. So I'm going to click that for now. Then start building. So, the first thing that you get on the online is the home page, which is like settings. So, this is where you create your character name. You go through some character preferences of the source materials that you're pulling from. Today, we're just going to be doing the PHP. For those of you that don't know what the PHP is, it is the player's handbook, just some DD language. Uh, you've got your partnered content. That's some like, extra stuff because D&D Beyond have partnered with things like Rick and Morty. Yeah. And <laughs> all Minecraft content. Really? Didn't know the Minecraft one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's there. So uh, we're going to switch some of them off, but we're going to keep some settings on because you've got stuff A like wubba dub dub, m. A A wubba dub dub. Oh no. <laughs> I
0: really hope <laughs> like, the mic it that Let's start off with a name. Yeah. Um, so for the one shot, I wrote us. I literally looked around um, my lounge for inspiration. Um, but I have a lot of spirit bottles from different countries. So I have like a Reka. Alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. So what's in this room, man? Um, ampersand. Yeah. Uh, Italian. Yeah. Ampersand feather fan. Okay. Ampersand feather fan. That is oh. what we are going with, whether you like it
1: or not. You scroll down, it's got a dice rolling option. Online, it allows you to roll the dice digitally. So on your character sheet at the end, you'll have a little sidebar to allow you. So if you don't own dice and you haven't Mm -hmm. gone out and bought any because you don't know if it's actually a game you're going to be interested in, it has it there for you. But I think you mentioned it before, there's apps you can get some of these
0: dice on. Oh yeah, I mentioned it before the record. Yeah, if you need to roll multiple dice at a time, uh, for the stats which we'll get onto later, you need 4d6, and I don't own for Monopoly boards. Yeah. So I use Mighty Dice uh, It's a really useful, really simple app to use. Mighty Dice is the one I use.
1: You've then got the options of advancement type, so that's how you level up. Milestone, so you've hit a certain goal point, yay, let's level you up. Or XP, which is if you're playing and you're a DM, every creature that you come across will have experience points. So you, that's how you divvy up between the parties yeah. and whatnot. Um, we milestone in our own campaign. I was dabbling with the XP, but n- still not sure. Not yeah. sold. Um, and that is the main one. Well, you've got ignore coin weight option, uh. Uh, which we do. <laughs> I don't care about coin weight. I haven't met many DMs that care about the coin weight of your <laughs> purse to see if that will slow your character down. I'm over-encumbered with money. <laughs> I get if you I are. <laughs> And then we're ready to start with the actual
0: race.
2: Uh, what are you thinking? What do you want to be?
1: So for me, I'm going to stick to my roots that I did when I first ever played a campaign. And yep. I'm going to go with a high elf.
0: Ooh, okay. Love a good
1: elf. Love Lord of the Rings. Yep. Totally my vibe. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to go with an elf.
2: Nice. Hmm. I'm thinking maybe we keep it, keep it simple. Should we, uh, should we remain human?
0: That, that, I think that's fair. No, yeah, human's overlooked because all the other classes are you know, not normal. Yes. So let's keep it simple. Yes. Human, let's not overcomplicate it with all the traits and bonuses and da-da-da-da. Let's... Human. Yeah. Just yeah. Go with human.
1: Now the things about race is every race has different strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. So when you're creating your overall character... You might have a bit of an idea in your head already about what you want to pair from race to class. And you might be someone who wants to go, I'm going to use my race to benefit my class. So I'm going to make a high elf wizard. The modifiers that you get as a high elf complement a wizard. Okay. Yeah. So high elves are good with intelligence which is what a wizard's magic derives from. So that will give my intelligence score when it comes to the abilities, a boost. You also get some extra little things, like you'll find out your proficiencies as that race. They might yeah. have some mm-hmm. bonuses, um, you know, so each race might have some racial traits Yeah. that are unique to them. There are some that are shared commonly between, so some stuff, Dark Vision, mm-hmm. not every race has them, but a lot do. Uh, Something that I get as a racial trait is called a um, Fae Ancestry, which basically it gives me a personal advantage on saving throws against being charmed, and magic can't put me to sleep.
2: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. That's sneaky. So that's a, that's a little <laughs> <might> bonus <laughs> for me,
1: whereas you were going human. Yeah,
2: we're mm-hmm. going human.
1: So you can look at what the human uh, side gives you. Now... The great thing about humans are their class as a versatile race. So you get a plus one to every ability score.
2: Oh, amazing. So okay. res-
1: I just get a buff in intelligence and dexterity for yeah. a high elf. Yeah. And it's a plus two for dexterity and a plus one for intelligence. You get a plus one for every single one. You might not get as many skill proficiencies as me.
2: Yeah.
1: Because you've had it in your main ability scores. Yeah. It all evens out. Everyone has a different
0: flavour, and that's all it is. Well, it depends on how you want to play the character as well. Because if you get want to build something with a high charisma, then you choose a race with charisma. However, with humans, if you're getting plus one to everything, that's like a strong baseline. That is, that's a good place to start for
2: nice foundation. Yeah. Yes.
0: Because I will say as well, there's a lot of numbers on the paper that it's yes. so hard to wrap your head around. So I think for a human that we're making on paper, just easier to go plus yeah. one for everything. It's yeah. a lot easier to remember. You also don't have to make a character
1: based on that.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So, so let's look at our campaign that we are actually playing. Yes. Yep. Callum has a dragonborn wizard. Dragonborns don't lend themselves, if you look at the stat scores that they get, to being a wizard. They get an increase in strength yes. yeah. and in charisma. Uh, Wizards are intelligent intelligence, based. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> at the end of the day, when you roll your scores, however you're going to do your ability scores, you can still put your higher score that you've got on your intelligence because that's what you need. But what he might have thought of was, well, actually, this Dragonborn is just going to be really damn intelligent. Boost that, and then I've got a bit more yeah. about him. Let's say somehow his magic got stripped away.
0: He's still got that strength bolster in him.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's
0: got a little bit of fight in him. He's not completely useless. And that could be a new campaign hook for you. Yeah. <laughs> new story hook there. Cannon loses his magic. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> don't watch the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I get them. So there
1: are plenty of ways to do it. You don't yeah. have to just do what benefits my class. Have fun with it. It's, yeah. it's a free creation yep. of how you want to make your character. Very quickly before we move on to the class... Yeah. So me as a High Elf, it tells you on the app straight away all your bonuses. Whereas you have to read through the book. Yeah,
2: we're going to have to.
1: So, which is fine. It's just a different way of doing it. Now, as a High Elf, I get one free cantrip.
2: Ooh, okay. So a
1: cantrip, for those of you who have never played, is a free spell. In D&D, you have spell slots. So level one and higher, it takes up a slot. A cantrip is a free spell. It doesn't cost anything to use it. I get one free spell to add to the list that I'll already get.
0: So I'm just going to make a quick selection. The, thing is, the list is so big for cantrips as well. Yeah. Again, do you want it damaging? Do you want environmental? Yeah. Do you want utility? This oh, is again- I want to take the bitch out. Okay. So uh,
1: <laughs> I've so chosen a damaging one. <laughs> <What> <laughs> have you gone for? Chosen good old fireball. Love that. <laughs> it's a great range, hundred and twenty feet range, yep. and it's also one of the higher damaging countries yep. you can get. So why not? I can't lift a heavy sword, but I can hit you with fire. From afar. Right. Love that.
2: With that, what uh, class are you gonna go with? As I mentioned, I am focusing on wizard.
1: Stunning. Mm-hmm. So high elf lends itself to that. Yeah. So that is what I'm gonna go for. Amazing. So I'm just gonna scroll down and select my wizard. What about you guys?
2: Thinking more of a melee fighting situation. Yeah,
0: because with magic users, that is a big old book full of a lot of information, yeah. and the digital version really yep. narrows it down a lot. Yeah. So we should go for a melee. It's not that there's less information to read, but it's less variation. It's more structured, less. Yeah. So yeah. I think let's go. Monk, yeah monk. 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 human monk Yeah. why not it's fun and it's a bit more you know
1: creative than nothing wrong about fighters no but especially for someone who is doing it for the first time a fighter is so easy to make in my opinion you read it it's basic they fun I've played fighters had a great time with them just think monk have a different flair Yeah. so if you want something to pique your interest and not just be like oh
0: I'm a fighter I hit something with a sword I right. hit hard I hit quick Nice. Yes.
2: Also, I think monks get overlooked. Like, a monk didn't come up in any of the campaigns that we've no. done. Um, it's not in our current one. No. Uh, the
1: first sorry. campaign I ever DM'd, I had a monk.
2: Ooh, okay. Tyler uh, was yes. a
1: Tabaxi monk.
2: Oh, so okay. Tabaxi,
1: if you're not familiar with that race, is a race based on cats. So, yes. like a cat person.
2: Yeah.
0: Cat monk. And, Yeah. <laughs> and he was a cat
1: monk. Uh, he was
2: great. Stev. Spelt Steve, but pronounced Stev. Of course. <laughs> yeah. so that's that's that. such yeah. a Tyler move. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was great. With all that decided, uh, are there any other things that you have to select one on the web?
0: Yeah, we're going very much app first book because the app gives you the logical list of what you should do next. So what it's asking me to do now in the class option is pick my
1: proficiencies. Ah. These are the skills I'm going to be best at. Yeah. So you will find yours in the PHB. Uh, I think it's just underneath the class features when you look at it it for the monk. Yep. And uh, it will start to tell you what you're proficient in. Yeah. So it has already told me what my hit points are, what my spell casting and arcane recovery is like. And my proficiencies, not proficient with armour. Wizards are fragile by nature. Um, Weapons that I'm proficient in are things like daggers and quarterstaffs. Uh, Tools, at this moment in time, I don't have any proficiency in any tools. But I'm proficient in intelligence and wisdom saving throws. Nice. So handy. Um, And then the skills, I can pick two skills to be proficient in. And it gives me a list yep. to pick from. So it's saying I can pick Arcana, History, Insight, Investigation, Medicine, and Religion. I'm gonna pick
0: Investigation. Yeah. Who doesn't love to find things in a room? You'd be that smart, Alec, in the room, going, "Well, actually, I've just found this. Yeah, some, some
2: books. Exactly.
0: <laughs> or if you just want to loot the dead corpse for money. Yeah. Always helpful.
2: Yeah. Don't <laughs> underestimate
0: it. <laughs> Will does it every session.
2: Every yes. session. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, i got to
0: loot the bodies. <laughs> it's yeah. like, if I get five silver pieces, that's five silver pieces I didn't have before. Thank
1: you. The second one I'm going to pick is Arcana, because as a wizard, I feel like you would have an interest to know what that magic is.
2: Yeah. 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 So Makes
1: sense. Arcana is great for discovering or trying to figure out if there's magic in, in the area, what type of magic it is. If you're faced with a magic item and you're like, what do I know about it? Done. Mm. That's
0: logical. We enjoy that. What about you guys? Oh, what does it say
2: with uh, proficiency? Uh
0: proficient. Armour none. Oh. Uh simple weapons and short swords, so I imagine that's quarterstaffs staffs and nothing heavy, no mm. battle axes, no nothing like that. Yeah, no. and
2: daggers and mm. and but daggers <laughs> <laughs>
0: But more interestingly, <laughs> proficiency in tools. Choose one artisan's tools or one musical instrument. Do you want a musical
2: instrument?
0: I want a okay. musical instrument. If you gonna a
2: musical <laughs> instrument, what are you
0: choosing? I, <laughs> <laughs> I picture a monk on a hill playing the pan
2: pipes. Love it. <laughs> It's going
0: Like, uh, why? Of, of all the things, why am I a musical instrument? That's not what I associate with monks. No. That's a bard yeah, thing. But, but I kind of like that that's part of the monks' thing. <laughs> I love that.
2: It's just like, you expect, like, the bard comes with, like, full on, like, guitar. Monks singing. are ready
1: for that fight, so I now just have yeah. an image of a monk strolling down this hill, pan piping, yeah. flipping Eye of the Tiger <laughs> as it's, get- it's psyching itself up for this <laughs> fight.
0: Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. This is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. uh, so we're going for proficiencies in a musical instrument that is the panpipes.
2: Yeah.
0: Saving throws, we're proficient in strength and dexterity. Stunning. And then skills, we can choose two from acrobatics, athletics, history, insight, religion, or stealth. Now, having never really had to read up on a monk. I, I went rogue. I want to be cool. I want to be stuffy, I want to be... So okay. what would they be beneficial for a monk, Anne?
1: I mean, it's all about your own perspective of how you want to play your character.
0: Mm, yes, yeah, I it. Um, yeah.
1: But if you're looking at, like, I guess, the skeleton of it. Yeah. Um, athletics is handy for if you want your monk to be good at strength-based things. Mm. Like opening a door. Now, what, <laughs> of all the things you could have said, no, like, as a door. In, you walk into a tavern, you open the door, that's fine. True, yeah. But you could be at some mm. manor that has really heavy doors, yeah. And you've got to open it, or some secret cave, and it's like, can I push this door open? Especially yeah, okay. if the hinge is broken, yeah, it's that's... then brute strength to get in. Well, yeah, when so, you say it
0: like that, it makes more yeah. sense.
1: Yeah, acrobatics is good for like staying on your toes, being nimble, that sort of thing. Yeah. So if you wanted to jump from one thing to another. Maybe there was a hole in the ground, it's just collapsed, and you want to see if you can jump to the other side. Acrobatics.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. Don't fail. Otherwise
2: going in the pit. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> stealth. I mean, stealth speaks for itself. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that can hurt anyone.
1: No. So stealth is about being sneaky, how fast you can get around without being seen. Yep. I think anyone would benefit from that. So history, uh, history religion. Insight, religion. Cool. So those things are kind of how you if just flair for your character. Are they good at history in terms of, can you walk into an old building and roll a high enough check to go, I know the history of this building. The architecture, who made it, what it stands for, if there's some
0: special significance about it. Whereas the religion side would be the statue within this building is this deity. Yeah. This must be a church. Yeah. Devoted. Okay. And like sometimes it'll be. Would that not kind of be insight as well? Insight
1: is to do with. uh, Can you tell if that person's lying to you?
0: Oh, that's a,
2: So if you've okay. met someone... Oh, it's more of a personal, yeah. personal issue rather than an architectural problem.
1: So in <laughs> a scenario, this person could be telling you, "Uh, you know, so-and-so was kidnapped, they're down here. And it could be like...
2: Oh,
0: oh, no, no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or is this your plan? Is this a trap? So the insight is, can I roll to see if
0: they're lying to me? So okay. what do you want to go for if I'm a human monk? Oh. I don't know. Um I don't know, because D D is a game where you can try and manipulate the situation to do anything, so I'm easy. Okay. What... You, you you choose this one. I chose the panpipes. I chose the more most important bit. Yeah. You so, are correct,
2: I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you. Have put this you, on you. <laughs> go to town <laughs> on this <laughs> Athletics. Athletics,
0: yeah. Go for it. Love that. What is next on the list? What is the logical thing according to D&D Beyond next? So then we go on to abilities. Yeah. The
1: abilities is what Make your character good or bad at something nice. So, you've got six main abilities which is strength, dexterity, intelligence, wisdom, constitution, and charisma. They all help with different things for your character. So, constitution affects your health. Yep, wisdom is I look at intelligence and wisdom as intelligence is book smart, and wisdom is street smart. Yeah, and it could be oh. The his- like you said history. I've studied this, so I know all this. Um, wisdom affects things like nature. Are you good? Do you understand what that plant does? Yeah. It's sort of like there was a thing I read. Strength to tell if you can physically crush the tomato. Mm. <laughs>
2: yeah. In
1: dexterity, how good you can throw it or dodge it. Uh, <laughs> the intelligence was to know that it's a fruit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But wisdom was to know that you don't put it in a fruit salad.
2: Ah, nasty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: The constitution <laughs> is to know that you can eat it. Yeah. And the charisma. Yeah. And the charisma is maybe being able to sell the tomato as a fruit salad.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Okay. The, what a weird
1: analogy. I, I know.
0: Love it. I love it. I've not recited <laughs> that
1: perfectly either, but I literally. I think I saw it I this get morning. I the gist. And I was like. That's actually a really funny way to look at it. Yeah. So uh, be the tomato in this situation. <clears throat> what do you want to be good at with this tomato? <laughs> um, but there are three main ways to create your scores. Manual. Yeah. Where you take four D6 dice. For those of you who don't know what a D6 is, it is a standard six-sided dice. The Monopoly dice. Yes. Yeah. So, you've probably got one lying around in your house somewhere. <laughs> but you might Ransack your board games. Yeah, I was going to say, four might be a stretch. Yeah. But you'll have some, one somewhere. And then, uh, so what you do with that is you roll all four together and you take the lowest one away. Okay. And then you count the other three together to get your overall score for one score.
2: Ah, uh-huh. yes.
1: So, that is that. Yep. Then you've got standard array and point by. Standard array, it gives you a preset list of scores, uh, which is 8, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, you assign them how you want to your ability scores. The easy thing about that is, it's already pre-made, you just select where you want them to go, and if you're doing a campaign and you kind of want everyone to be even-footing, it's purely then just based about where you're putting the score and not oh, this person scored mega high and this one did
0: really bad. Yeah, th- yeah. this person got six 18s so Yeah, Any DM would ask you to re-roll that because that's too <laughs> powerful for a level one. Yeah. And this person got four 10s. Also, where's uh, the fun? Yeah. You won. I'm great at everything. In my opinion, I like
1: very. So I like peaks and valleys. There is no point in having one character that is consistently good at everything because then it gets boring, not only for the character, but for you as a player. Yeah. yeah. I had that in my last campaign where I had to find a crafty way to kill that person's character and then resurrect them because they wanted to change cuz they went quite literal with um you know their scores and trying to boost everything yeah. that they were so good at everything. They went I'm actually not enjoying it cuz I just know I roll and I hit no matter what and then it doesn't give anyone else a chance either. So yeah. they were also thinking about
0: the other players going, I'm kind of doing everything. Yeah, I was like, wonderful. Cool, well, we can make this work. Well, there's for the campaign we're playing at the minute, my rogue has uh, a strength score of eight, meaning, we'll get on to the skills later, yeah. but my um, athletics is minus one. I'm very dexterous. Yeah. However, me and Hattie at one point had to pull, <laughs> had to pull a big old <laughs> rock out of a cave wall, and and I fumbled it. You did. But you rolled yeah. all right. Yeah. I did not. No. Um So I had to uh, minus one to my roll, and we broke it, and it's a fire. Yeah. What was it? So it was a fire drake
2: in the fire middle drake of the thing and thing that and I came really out. He died. So that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Anytime. <laughs> but that's what keeps it interesting yeah. when you blow a roll. Exactly.
1: The last option is point by. So all ability scores uh, start on eight, mm-hmm. and then you get given 27 points to share around how
0: you see fit. Yeah, so like the Fallout games, where you just, what do you want to be good at? I'll put eight on here and four on here. And yeah, da, da, da. and then that will give you your overall Can reward. you take points away from the eight? And get, so if I take three off, did I actually get 30 total? I don't believe so, Um they are set as the standard,
1: and then you build on top of okay. it. But say, because you have your ability increases from your racial character, um, you might decide, I instantly put, say, six on that ca- on that one ability, and then you looked at it and went, oh, but it's got the plus two from yeah. the race. Yeah. So actually, I'm, I'm going to put- take two off and share that to somewhere else, because it's still a high modifier.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm get my bonus
1: anyway. Yeah.
2: But yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like boost something else. It's really your choice. Yeah. So, I think we're going to start doing these scores.
2: Yeah.
1: You guys were going to, I believe, do, do manual. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, well, you're going standard array. Yeah. I'm going to do standard array and just preset my points uh, that they have given me. So. so yep. Nice. Back in one sec when we roll some dice. Nice. This week's map is brought to you by Epic Quest! <laughs> <laughs> Epic Quest is an incredible uh, map creator. Uh, David uh, has a Patreon system, and you can find him on YouTube and other social media outlets. Affordable map content to spruce up any of your games. Right here, we have a static map. But not only does he do static maps for your games, he makes animated maps full of sounds. And moving objects. I personally used some of these maps. The big forest map for myself, which is a thirty-piece forest map, all animated, That's amazing. complete with cinematic videos for the teleportation scene. So, oh yes, So this is what you get when you buy any product and subscribe to his Patreon on Epic Quest. I've assigned my ability scores. Yeah. Uh, and you guys have rolled and assigned yes. your ability scores as well.
0: Yeah, so what is the standard array D&D Beyond gives you, and where have you assigned everything? So the scores it gives you is 8, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yep.
1: And I decided, uh, considering my racial uh, bonuses as well with my high elf, I put 15 on intelligence, because my race, my race, my elf, gets a plus one. hmm Mm -hmm. So that makes the overall score 16. Yeah. So when it comes to a modifier, I will get plus three. So that plus three will go to all my intelligence scores. I then put my dexterity on 14, because he also gets a plus two on dexterity. So that became a 16. Yeah. Wizards are fragile. Wow. <laughs> Do not get armor. They get spells that can boost their armor and protect yeah. them. Yeah. But that's not going to help when you're out of spell slots. So dexterity is good because my wizard needs to jump his ass out of the way if something is coming at him. Preserve what little HP he yeah, has. <laughs> exactly. You know, saving throws. It will affect that as well. So if in a situation, you know, there was a landslide and you're at the bottom of it, how fast can you jump out of the flying rocks? Yep. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> nat one. Hopefully. <laughs> you know your luck. <laughs> oh, doesn't matter what your modifier is. Nat ones and nat one. Nat
2: ones is nat ones.
1: <laughs> I then sort of continue down. I put 13 on my constitution. Okay. Just thinking of the long game. Yeah, The 13 doesn't do much right now, but constitution affects my health, which is something I would want to consider as a wizard. Yep. So hopefully if I make it to level four, fingers crossed, <laughs> and I can then... <gasps> use the ability score increases to put that there and get that extra boost. Yeah. I then put twelve on wisdom. I put ten on charisma, so he's a little bit beige in personality. He has had he has said in the book. Yeah. He hasn't like, met a lot of people. He doesn't like <laughs> people. <laughs> he, he doesn't get out a
0: lot. <laughs> I don't like people. So Hi. But, <laughs> Hello sorry. Anne. I put up with you. Lovely cause. to host a podcast with yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say
1: it's lovely. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah strength I put is an eight because he doesn't need <laughs> the strength. Especially because dexterity can be used for weapons as well. Uh, If it's a finesse weapon, it can be strength or dexterity. So things like a short sword, rapier, scimitar, which a wizard can use. A scimitar? Scimitar. (laughs) No, 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 what's a scimitar? Um, They skim the water. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, Uh, scimitar uh, can be used by finesse. So a wizard can still use their dex for that. Yep. Also, dexterity is good for ranged weapons. Yes. So, yep. you know, if you're out of range spells and you've got a bow and arrow to keep you out of the fight. Yeah, to preserve
0: yeah. those uh, health points. Yep.
2: What about you guys? Oh, so, we had a nice array of rolls cool. happening. Uh, we got 14, 12, 10, and then 14, 12, and 10 again. Um, so, our, mm, decided that because we were quite proficient in strength and dexterity, Maybe we pop the um the higher points up there just yeah. to kind of yeah. like make it yeah. as high as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're
0: going for our character as good at one
2: thing and one thing only. Yeah. <laughs> um and then kind of like filtered the rest around a little bit more. So put um constitution in twelves and yeah. um wisdom we put another like i can't remember what i've said so sorry Right.
0: Um, so, there's a lot of numbers on the page so to remember also yeah. you said
1: 14 but your highest score that i can see on your sheet is a 16. i know and Which i don't means know you got why a, one of them you was, rolled
0: a 15 <laughs> and then you had <laughs> the plus one yeah
2: i need to take these back to where they
0: were so put that on the 15. and this is why the paper version you really need to know what you're doing yeah, the digital version kind of does it for you. It all your phone system. Being dyslexic, on top. this was
2: like this who gave
0: me the paper? <laughs> <key>? <laughs> who
2: gave me this? <laughs> yeah, Anty yeah, could have done the digital. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> you guys at some point are going to get me with my colour blindness, so we're making it even. There we go. Yeah. It's a very nice shirt. You're wearing a lovely green shirt, Em.
2: <laughs> <gonna> screw you. <laughs> terrible. This is no. <laughs> um, this
1: is where we're at. Right. <laughs>
2: Oh, sorry. Right. Starting again, now that I've sorted my numbers out, Um, I've put Dexterity and Wisdom were the highest. Yeah. Uh, There we go. (laughs) Um, And then added the 12s into Strength and Constitution, mainly because... Yeah. they need them yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, why not especially when we have like no armor health is kind of going yeah. to be up there um, and then the tens I put in in intelligence and charisma mainly because yeah, uh, when's he ever going to need to like charm he, he's spent
0: exactly. all his time in the monastery Monastery. Yeah. yeah. he's not he has his yeah. community and that's it and like yeah.
2: he can play the panpipes. what other charisma is he going to need <laughs> <I
0: don't know. laughs> he wows at parties yeah
2: <laughs> So yeah, that was that was Fair. my uh my love.
1: Now I think we touched on it but I can't be sure.
0: Uh is how these abilities affect your skills. Yeah. So to we did but not in great detail. Like when you get to an even number on your abilities, you get a plus 1 on your skills. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is the simplest version of telling that. That's when it changes to what your modifier is, but translates
1: to the actual skills list that you get. Yeah they're affected differently by your ability scores. So certain skills will go by the strength, like athletics. I think that's the only one, isn't it? But strength also affects your weapons Mm -hmm. ah, and that sort of thing. Obviously, if you're you're a barbarian or a fighter and you're doing everything with uh, long swords or great axes, they are strength-based weapons. So you are going to be taking your strength modifier, Yep. And then your proficiency bonus to see what your attack score will be. Yeah. And then obviously the damage will already be set by whatever the weapon is. Yeah. But you could get a bonus to that damage.
2: Yeah.
1: So if it's like okay. a 1d12 plus, that will be from your strength modifier. Ah. That little plus. Um, things like dexterity will go into your stealth, will go into... Uh, what's on that list again? <laughs> mom brain think of things um, acrobatics yes sorry my mind yep. went blank so that's uh, sleight of hand how good are you at stealing yeah how good are you uh, sneaking away you know your intelligence as mentioned is history based or how good can I find that thing in that moment so they're the different things that this scores will affect in your skills if you are proficient in certain skills mm-hmm. you then get to add your proficiency bonus
0: oh. so you
1: get that From the beginning, as a plus two from being level one.
2: Nice.
1: So, you put a proficiency in, was it insight? Uh,
2: It is insight and athletics. So,
1: athletics is done by your strength. It is indeed. So, if you've got a 12, that's a plus one. Yeah. And then you get to add a plus two from your proficiency to your athletics. So, the skill score for your athletics becomes plus three. It does indeed. So, if in a situation, not on the actual modifier, on the actual skill itself... So if we were in a situation where it's like, I want to charge through that door. Cool, let's see if you've got the
0: strength to go through it. Yeah. Roll me your athletics. And and you add the plus three to what your score is. Okay. Cool. Whereas on the digital version, it's worked out all for for you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a lovely little bonus. Yeah.
1: But our next stop is your description of your character. Ooh okay so this is where you describe your character and this can be uh physical traits Mm -hmm. that you can write down and also include your background
2: Ah. and this is where it
1: can get a bit fun
2: so is background where you would add like backstory and all of that or is this something else um
1: they tie together Mm -hmm. yeah you might have already thought your backstory through before you've created your character you might not i think i tend to create a character first and then develop my backstory afterwards because I like to see what I'm making and build and build. Um, But that doesn't mean you can't change it afterwards. So I've written a backstory and gone, actually, my background now doesn't work. So you can get a selection of lists from things like a criminal. Yeah. um, A folk hero. Could be handy for a monk. um, A sage, a noble, uh, an acolyte, which could work for me
2: uh,
1: as a wizard. And each thing, again, has some bonuses. So I'm going to pick Acolyte for now. And that gives me an extra language to learn. Mm, Um, It gives me the shelter of the faithful, uh, which is a little feature. Basically, uh, anyone who shares and respects the faith that I follow Mm -hmm. can give me shelter and stuff like that.
2: Ah, okay. How
0: niche. I know.
1: And everyone has a slightly different thing so soldiers as a option also has a similar one called um is it military rank yeah whereas um you are recognized authority and influence yeah so again uh you can also gain access to friendly military encampments so say you're on your travels you see a military camp go ah i'm a soldier cool i can use this to my advantage and find
0: a place to stay for the night Oh. So just sort of things like that. I can't remember what I chose from Lafaris. I've got no idea. I think I must have brushed past this bit, you know? I've got to go back and check this.
1: But the other options I get is I automatically get an extra language, being an elf. Yeah. So I'm going to pick my language now. And why not? Let's shake it up a bit. I'm going to go with... Ooh, I've got so many. I'm going to go with giant. Hmm. Just in case I ever meet a giant. But also, the background
0: gives me... An extra language.
1: Oh. oh an extra so you got,
0: two languages. So you've got three languages and common. Yeah. <laughs> and elf.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, elvish. and yeah.
0: elf. Yeah, and elvish. So, which actually would have made sense as well. Reads we a lot of books. We would have picked up this works for the character. Yeah. So altogether, I've gone with giant.
2: Yeah.
1: Leonin, oh. which is the lion race. Yeah. And goblin, because you never yep. know. You're yeah, probably yeah gonna you're probably going to come yeah.
0: across it at some point in the campaign.
1: Also, the background gives you an extra in some of your proficiencies. So it's given oh. me extra proficiency in insight and religion.
0: Oh. Yeah. Right.
2: So that means that after, if you were doing this on paper, you would then have to go back and modify the modifiers. That well, you, you don't have. have to. Oh, it's optional as to whether you add them. Or don't. Adds it
1: because you can have proficiency, so you can be proficient in it, and then yeah. you can be an expert
2: in it. Oh, so it I see. So adds everything.
1: Yeah. So, for a monk, you could pick anything from, you know, if we're just looking at the, the quick list, you got a folk hero. Mm-hmm. That gives you a proficiencies in animal handling and survival.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, it gives you tool proficiencies in vehicles for land specifically oh. and it allows you to pick an artisan tool yeah also it's got a feature called rustic hospitality which means uh since you have come from the ranks of common folk uh you fit in am- amongst them so like if you're a noble going to a village they might hate you because it depends on what you've done or what nobles in their areas have done so they might just peg you all as the same and be like uh rude we don't like you yeah Snobby, love the tomatoes at them. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> Dexterity, Throw those tomatoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whereas, uh, this will grant you the respect. It'll allow you to get in with the people, even to the point where they
0: will shield you from the law. I think that would be I like good this for him, <laughs> you know. He's a peaceful person. People might go, oh, very nice. Uh, for the audio listeners, now all that information came from D&D Beyond because I'm looking at the player's handbook in front of me and I'm like, I don't know where that would be. So you just go to the background of chapter of the book. Ah, okay. should be
1: Chapter four. Chapter f- four. Uh,
0: Personality and yeah, background. Background's 100, yeah. page 125. So there's so much information. It's going to be a lot of flicking backwards and forwards in the player's handbook.
2: What was that one that you just uh, read
1: it's out? It's called Falkira. So if you flick through the book, Around you here. will find it. So acolyte, uh, criminal, charlatan. charlatan,
0: entertainer. There's so much. There's so many options and everything. I I would say in the um, Player's Handbook as well, if you're struggling to pick out uh, good things about your character, needs a bit of inspiration, good things, flaws, so that there is a D6, D10 roll, and it just gives you options um, of what that suggestion could be. So if I were to roll a D6 on flaws, it'd be, I'm super greedy and will do anything to get money, for example. I'm not sure if there yeah. is one. But they're like, oh, okay, how can I work that into my character? It's, I won't say a randomizer, but it's just a generated list of, yeah. you could do this if you mm. think this will fit. You don't even have to roll the dice, you just read it and go, I like that one. So, moving on with the description part of it, and,
1: you know, starting to build part of your background, um, it has a thing of suggested characteristics. Now, you can still find this in the book, uh, and you will find it in the actual part with your uh background as well yep so you've got all this in yeah. the back of what personality traits they could be so if i'm looking at the uh acolyte one you pick some options from the list it gives you and these are personality traits so i idolize a particular hero of my faith and constantly refer to that person's deeds an example or nothing can shape my optimistic attitude <laughs>
0: Well, what about the character or you? Because one of them is... (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I am tolerant.
2: There we go. There we are.
0: Sounds like you. Or intolerant of other
1: faiths and respect or condemn uh, the worship of other gods. So you can pick how that one goes a little bit.
2: If being a monk, they're kind of spiritual people. Mm -hmm. If we have differing faiths, does that mean the two of us are going to be arguing... Throughout the entirety of the campaign, if you chose that one and decided to go for the... Well,
1: no, because it's kind of optional. So I could pick to have it as, I am tolerant of your faith. So Ah. I respect the fact that you have another faith, because maybe I'm someone who views the world as... It's D&D. There are so many different gods. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you could be a character that goes, I acknowledge that there are other gods. This is just the one that I follow because it's what suits me and is best for me. Okay. You could be a character who goes,
2: Nah! only my my god
1: my god is the real god yeah don't clip that (laughs) Um, you then have an option of ideals yeah so what your ideals are so you could be a tradition so the ancient traditions of worship and sacrifice must be preserved and upheld um it could be a charity so i always try to help those in need no matter what the personal cost yeah uh Change. We must help bring about the changes. The gods are constantly working in the world. So there are options there. You've got <clears> bonds, <throat> and these are like your bonds with other people around mm-hmm. you. So I would die to recover an ancient relic of my faith that was lost a long time ago. Oh, they go in. So like, <laughs> I am dedicated to what I believe in. Uh, I owe my life to a priest who took me in when my parents died. Valjean. <laughs> um. Everything I do is for the common people. Yeah. Uh, I've now got karma yes, going on in my head. Um I hate that song. <laughs> Absolutely hate that song. Uh and then you've got flaws. Mm-hmm. So the flaws are like I judge others, I judge others harshly, yep. mm-hmm. and myself even more severely. I'm talking about D and D, not me. <laughs> um, uh but yeah
2: book they have d8 d6 is that what you would roll to get the answer if you were doing it that way
1: you have options because you can do it like that with this as well oh so you can either pick them yourself yeah or you can roll random and after you roll that's what you select okay because on the online one it's just a click add button so i roll a d6 okay it's landed on four i just click add and it goes to my character
2: Oh. Okay.
0: Well you can touch more on that on uh, so one yeah. of our next episodes is gonna be how to write a backstory, how this would contribute yeah. and how we can make it relate to. Yeah. Yeah. So that's quick nice. and easy. After all
1: that, you've got the extra things of character details, so like your alignment, your faith, your lifestyle, physical characteristics. So you can write them out to be like, I'm this tall, I have this colour hair, blah, 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 blah,
0: If anyone asks, I'm 6'4 and a dashing blonde. For those visual <laughs> watchers, you know that's not true. But what if anyone asks, check. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Anya? For the. um <laughs> I can't remember what we're looking at. Sorry. Um, traits. Yeah. And uh, character, like descriptions. Do you have to decide that now, or is that something that you can add on once you've done the backstory? Or yeah. Kind of. If you're having to speed create, is this something that you can do later? Or does it have to be done straight away? No,
1: you don't actually have to do it. So I been, don't think I did it for Lafarce. There are some times where I have known what I wanted in yeah. terms of race and class and whatnot, but I didn't know what I wanted them to be. Okay. So I just moved on. And then once I'd created the character and then started to develop their backstory, I then went back in and went, oh, okay, um, so this would suit the backstory in terms of what the uh, background option was. And then started building from there.
2: Okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Mm. So then we move on to the actual last section of building your character, which is equipment. (laughs) This is where you get to decide what stuff you start off with. So, as a wizard, Mm -hmm. it will give me options. So, if you look at the class in the book, Mm-hmm. you will find a little section that says equipment, and yeah. it will give you... You can either pick this or you can pick that. Yeah. So as a wizard on the app, it is telling me I can either start off with a quarter staff or a dagger. I'm going to pick quarterstaff because I like clipping people over the head. Uh, D&D, and in real life. <laughs> um, do I want a component pouch or an arcane focus? Yeah. So a component pouch is when you're casting your spells, uh, spells require... Uh, components to work but if you have an arcane focus it negates some of them not all because
0: some things is basic like I need sand to cast but it. then some of them are really obscure I remember when we were building our characters yeah. for this campaign I put a thing in the group chat saying why would I just have this item yeah. <laughs> so because some of it is the fact that you have to go
1: look for it or buy it Uh, And an arcane focus helps a lot with the monetary value of things. So if it's saying, you need a red ruby that is the value of 50 gold pieces, your arcane focus is going, no, I don't need that. I've got the leather strap that I need to go with the ruby, and this rock upon my chest, that's going to do the work for me. So uh, there's that. So I'm going to pick arcane focus. Um, And then that allows you to... Decide how you want that arcane focus to be. Is it a crystal? Is it an orb, rod, staff, wand? Or just an arc... It literally says, arcane focus. What you're already choosing. (laughs) Um, I've done it um, in a game that I'm playing for Tyler's Campaign. Mm -hmm. I've got an arcane focus, which is like a um, star jewel uh, as a necklace. Yeah. Because it's related to my character. Yep. Uh, Scholar's pack or an explorer's pack. This is sort of items you get. So... You get a backpack that includes a book of law, a bottle of ink, uh, a pen, you know, 10 sheets of parchment, a little bag of sand, and a small knife. Or do you want an explorer's pack which gives you a bedroll, a mess kit, a tinderbox, 10 torches, that sort of thing? So again, you could <laughs> think logically going, well, if I'm camping, yeah. I might want the one that gives me a comfy little bedroll. Basically, thinking what your character would actually care about. For me, I might want the ink and the parchment because yeah. if I yeah. come across any sort of magical thing, I'll be writing that down.
2: Yeah.
0: It's sometimes it's really, really obscure things. Like I think in my inventory I have a thousand lead yeah. Bulls or something like that i like when do I ever use that And the only thing I can think to use that for Is if we're in a chase And mm-hmm. I maybe need to Like a cartoon yeah. Have the enemies yeah. Come around the corner and slip on them exactly. Some of them are really obscure But also you think of other things to use them for yeah. Like I took out a mini boss with my crowbar <laughs> At one point Because I used the spell catapult To launch a crowbar across a field and I ended up finishing the boss off. It's like, obviously not what it's used for, but get yeah. creative with it. It's some really obscure stuff in your equipment packs. So yeah. yeah, try and get creative. That's the best thing about d d
1: So after that, you've got some equipment that is related to your background. Yeah. So as I picked Acolyte, I can, I, I can have a holy symbol and then it gives me the option of what I want to pick. So I'm just going to pick an amulet because who doesn't want an amulet? Uh, a prayer book or a prayer wheel. Uh, and then some extra things like five sticks of in- incense vestments, a set of common clothes and a pouch containing 15 gold
0: pieces, That's gone 15 on. gold pieces take it! Oh. Joe, take that. Where do we get ours 12, for a month? I
2: do believe we're 10 <laughs> gold ah. <Yeah. laughs>
1: So once I've done that I just click add starting equipment and it will add it all to my character and before you move on to the actual character sheet I would just advise going through it very quickly where it has the list and just click on all the options that have use yeah. as a button mm-hmm. and yeah. just add it because it will already put it onto your character sheet ready to use
2: Yeah.
1: instead of having to search for it later. Yeah. That
2: stumped us last time because we were using both phones and the printed yeah. off version. Yes. If you don't click use, it's no, not appearing in yeah. your... When it goes, ready. do you want
0: to generate a PDF? Yeah. yeah. It's not on there. And that's why it's handy. Um, the other option of
1: starting equipment is you can just pick gold and just have a lump sum of money and then buy what you need I personally always go with equipment Yeah. because what's the point in unless a DM is going to set a quick episode one shot or a quick little 30 minutes of a session to go okay let's do your shop before you leave wherever you are, before you all meet each other I just think equipment is easier it's there, you don't have to get carried away in how much something is and then figure out that you can't have other stuff later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's literally just giving you either or of all these options that you should be starting off with, really. Yeah. But it's also, if, like I say, it's obscure stuff in the equipment yeah. bag. You're not going to think, I'm just going to get 12 health yeah. potions, be done with it.
2: Yeah.
0: That's a, more of yeah. a variation just to get the equipment. So in the book, it will do exactly the same. It will have your little equipment heading, yes. and it will give you all the options to pick from, so so we either have a short sword or a for our human monk a short sword or any simple weapon okay uh, a dungeoneer's pack or an explorer's pack and then ten darts you never know okay when, uh, yeah. when you're gonna be yeah. in a tavern and you've gotta say I'm the best dart player in the place I'll bet you ten gold you
2: could weaponise those come on yeah <laughs> <laughs> <They're> sharp <laughs> darts are weapons <laughs> But yeah. If so that, I just went to the pub voice. in
0: my mind. <laughs> says a lot about me. Okay. Anyone drinking? Um, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, yeah. I have a fanta in this.
1: <laughs> that is basically your character created. Oh,
2: nice. So okay.
1: once you've got your weapons down, you should have everything on there. Yeah. So you should have all your traits, your flaws. If you haven't, obviously, you can go back and add that afterwards. Yeah. So after that, I'm just going to click next. And I've got the two options of view character sheet. Yep. Yeah. Or export to PDF. Personally, I always export to PDF because I like to have a paper copy for when I'm in the game. And it's there right now for me ready to print instead of me having to go back and find it. It will always stay there so you can go back into it. But export to PDF, have it saved ready so you don't have to go looking for it later because it is a little bit of a faff to go back into all the editing just to get to the end. But I'm going to click view character sheet
2: that's also the page where you can find the like copy link. So if yeah. your DM would like a digital copy, mm. that is where the link is for you to copy yeah. and distribute as you wish.
1: Most DMs ask for a copy of the character sheet, especially if you're new, yeah. just so they can help guide you if necessary. That's what I did with you guys. I asked for a copy of everyone's and had them on me. So when people go and... Ah, uh, I don't know what I'm looking at. I had it ready yeah. to go. Oh, it's just this. Yeah. To help save time and also help get everyone used to what they need to look at. Yeah. Now, once you've created this, it is the case of, you know, you guys have selected your weapons. If you are picking a magic user, you're going to want spells. Yeah. And very simply, you're just going to scroll over to the spells page and just click manage spells. If you're doing this through the book, there is a whole chapter worth of spells done by level. They're not categorized by class.
2: No. So that
1: can get a bit... Each spell will say which class can use them. Yeah. Whereas on the app, it will only give you the spells that your class can use. And then you just have to go through and pick them. Yeah. And you're done. Yeah. And then it adds it to it. Beautiful.
2: And then with that, you're able to journey onwards.
0: Yeah. Let the adventure begin. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Um, also when you uh, your DM will walk you through when you're like levelling up uh, the spells may change you get to add them mm-hmm. uh, but pretty much that is your that is your starting point for D&D with that you can go and join games and yes, join in <laughs> so now
0: you have your character and now you're ready to play it is but who is your character that's the next stage you have to do yep. your background and who is it, and that's what we're going to be talking about in the next episode yep. of the bbeg podcast <laughs> see that segue <laughs> yes so, so thank you very much nice for joining us appreciate <laughs> that thanks for stopping by hope you enjoyed And um, yeah keep, keep rolling it is so warm in keep this room it's oh, so cheesy warm. Keep join keep next rolling. time
2: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> We didn't say the name of my character
1: Oh
0: well.
2: There's still time. was it? Tambourine Dice Dragon. Tambourine Dice
0: Dragon. How do we forget to mention Tambourine
2: Dice Dragon?
0: Hello, Editing Will here. Um, just realised, um, we didn't actually tell you where to find us. It's a first episode. We've- we will get used to this. We will maybe write a script one day. So, to find us on Twitter and Instagram is at the BBEG podcast. And if you want to email in, the BBG podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed and tune in for the next episode. Thank you.